I remember back when I was in high school, I had an internship doing construction work and we were installing a door where we got into problems. The new hinges didn't fit the old frame and we would have to modify the whole door and the probability of us getting it perfectly right were very low. So we were working at this problem. We were four guys standing there looking at the problem. Time came for lunch. We dropped everything, went for lunch, talking about everything else than the actual work we're doing. And when we came back, it was as simple as somebody looking into the trash and realizing, wait, we can use the old hinges in this new door. And in that way, we've solved the problem. The idea illuminated from this incubation period during lunch. And then we had to verify that it worked. And we installed it and solved the problem. Hey, this is Innocence, and welcome back to the Learnability Podcast, an exploration of society plus technology and you. It's been a while since last, and you can relate our break with the topic of this episode. Okay, so in today's episode, we're gonna explore a specific part within the learning science. And I'm going to try to explain why this is where the magic happens and how you can go about trying to create space in your day-to-day life. Incubation, where the magic happens. So incubation is one of four subsequent stages of creativity. The first one being preparation, where we probably spend most of our focus. This is us grinding away at the problem doing the work, so to say. The second stage is incubation. And we're here today to motivate why this might need to be our area of focus. The third stage is illumination, the natural step. I will show some examples of that. And the fourth stage being verification. Within the learning science, Incubation is defined as the unconscious process of recombination of ideas and thoughts, and they're stimulated through the process of unconscious work. So unconscious incubation happens after conscious work, preparation. This results in novel ideas that can be used to solve the problem you're currently working on. Incubation is also related to intuition and insight. You know, the experience of leaving a problem for a period of time and then finding that solution. There's a term that the solution comes out of the blue. I would like to liken that to you working on the problem and it sort of creates a cloud. We talk about input, you're inputting a lot of information and it creates a fog or a cloud. And... It's good to thicken that cloud, get as much information in as possible. But when you're trying to get into the process of incubation, it's like stepping out of that fog, taking with you some key elements, but also bringing some elements from another fog that you've previously created, incubating that into the solution for what you're creatively working on right now. 
These ideas were explored in Graham Wallace's The Art of Thought in 1926, where he set out to try to understand this process. No one had really put words to it. So in his memoir, he cited different scientists and the thinkers of his time, one of them being the French mathematician Henri Poincaré, who had written extensively about his experience trying to work out the properties of a class of forms called physician functions. The French mathematician spent 15 days trying to prove that physician functions could not exist, which is considered a long period of time given that he's an expert in the area and had played with ideas before sitting down to construct his proof. He's quoted saying, Every day I seated myself at my work table, stayed an hour or two, tried a great number of combinations and reached no results. So this is him in the preparation phase. Trying to understand the specific problem until it gets stuck. For Henry, the incubation and illumination sort of happened simultaneously. One evening, contrary to my custom, I drank black coffee and could not sleep. Ideas rose in crowds. I felt them collide until pairs interlocked, so to speak, making a stable combination. By the next morning, I had only to write out the results. Wallace also quotes the German physicist Hermann von Helmholtz, who described how new ideas would bubble up after he had worked on a problem and hit a wall. He wrote, Happy ideas come unexpectedly, without effort, like an inspiration. So far as I am concerned, they never come to me when my mind is fatigued or when I was at my working table. They came particularly readily during the slow ascent of wooden hills on a sunny day. And this one's maybe more relatable. I can for sure relate to this. For example, just sitting at work at the office at Levels, and I try to get my daily dose of water, two to three liters a day. Which leads me to have to get up and walk to the bathroom often. I've come to see this as a period where I can step away from a problem. Same thing with my three to four cups of coffee a day. I regularly go down to the reception, which takes maybe it's a five minute walk back and forth, which I see as a perfect opportunity to step away from what I'm working on and let the ideas incubate. And I personally also like working on different projects because I'm not working at all the projects at the same time. But yet I am. Because when I'm in the preparation phase for one project, I'm in the incubation phase for different projects. So I'm hands-on working on this, but my mind is unconsciously combining all ideas in this fog of inputs to find a creative solution for another problem. Now, when I've worked on 
the first one, I move to the one where I found solutions, and on it goes. I don't know if we can call this micro-incubation. What about even longer periods of incubation? Many of you have recently probably been away from work for the Christmas holidays, stepping away from whatever you're working with during that hectic period before Christmas. Coming back to work, how many weeks later? Did you experience some breakthroughs, some insights? I've come to feel that the biggest benefit of vacations is the process and period of incubation. We've cited a lot from Wallace's uh, research done in 1926. It's a long time ago. Today we can study this even more effectively. The most used technique for investigating incubation involves comparing problems on which some participants take a break during solving the problem and on which others just keep working at the problem. The total time spent on each problem is equal and the incubation period is usually filled with unrelated activity to prevent further conscious work on the problem. And during tests like this, it's shown that the group that allowed a period of incubation have superior performance on the problem solving. And I've taken studies like this and try to actually block up my day. So when I wake up, I go through my process of uh, meditation, stretching, whatever I'm doing that morning, and actually jump in to work before going to work. To get maybe one, maximum two hours in, and just travel to work. Often listening to a podcast about something completely different, or reading my book. And when I get to work, I can easily solve whatever I started in the morning and jump into the next phase. And then there's lunch, and then you get back. So trying to block up your day to get those periods of incubation in. At Levels, we're currently working on setting the process of a business incubator. Those of you in the startup scene are familiar with incubators. And this could also be related to the learning science, where a group of individuals often have worked on an idea and they join an incubator where they're many times given uh, relatively small financial support. They're given mentorship. They're joining a community and they sort of get that space to incubate that idea, illuminating the perfect market fit, verifying it. And then it reaches the next stage of an accelerator or the growth phase in general. Startups are in the incubation phase before they become scale-ups. So these are some ideas on incubation. What are your experiences with this part of learning? Thank you for listening, and we'll be back on this idea cast with new ideas to help you improve your learnability. Until next time, stay tuned by joining our newsletter and following us on social media. You found links in the description of this episode. Stay curious. <laughs>